As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Well, hi, my name is Mark Touchell, and welcome to my Living Sober Sucks But Living Drunk Sucks More podcast. This is the audio version of my written blog, and the title of this piece is called, Is It Ever Good to Lie? Now, is there ever a good reason to lie to someone? And specifically, is it helpful to pass along false hope when someone is in the early stages of sobriety? Now, this is a tough question I'm often faced with. Now, I have no idea if getting sober will be the best thing you ever did for yourself. I don't know if it will work out marvelously or if it will be a boring or heart-wrenching turn of events. Usually, turning yourself into a non-drinker does produce a lot of benefits, but there will be some disappointments and some unwanted consequences as well. Now, nobody could have told me how the last 10 years would have played out for me. And if anyone would have been able to tell me how things were going to transpire, I probably wouldn't have believed them or I wouldn't have wanted to believe them. But in hindsight, I'm rather glad that I was lied to. You see, most of what has taken place over the past 10 years has been completely unexpected. Much of it has been better than I ever imagined. But I've also encountered a lot of sadness and disappointment. Yet in the overall perspective, I have no regrets for stopping my personal destructive drinking hobby. And I seriously believe that if I wouldn't have been lied to, I don't think I would have even made an attempt at becoming sober. If I would have been told what was going to happen, I would have said, fuck this, man. All right, I'm just going to stay as a drunk. I'm staying as I am. Now, even if I could have foreseen all of the interesting and fun future events I was about to embark upon, I would have also seen all the pain and bullshit I was going to have to endure, and I never would have sobered up. So I am grateful that I was lied to, but I'm more grateful that I had an awakening and then accepted the realities that come with sobriety. Yeah, I came out of fantasy land and had to accept that living sober just might really suck at times and that I had to make the best out of the way things were turning out for me. Now, I don't fault those who lied to me for the pain and disappointments that came to my world after I sobered up. I believe they had good intentions, and in truth, I think they even believed the lies themselves. Now, I believe that if people aren't ever lied to, they would never attempt anything. They would never attempt to start a business. They'd never get married and certainly never make an attempt at living sober. Now, that's why I tread cautiously when people ask or they email me questions like, Oh, should I leave my spouse? Uh, should I move? Should I change jobs? Should I quit drinking? Now, I don't want to say the wrong thing, so I often lie a little. Now, there are different types and degrees to lying. 
There are lies of commission and lies of omission. Now, if I ask you, hey, did you steal my watch? And you say no, but you're wearing my watch. Well, that's a lie of commission. Now, lies of omission are what politicians use. Now, they might either avoid giving an answer or they might be less forthcoming with the truth. Now, for instance, let's say someone asks me if living sober will be the best thing for them. Now, I can give a partly honest answer by saying, well, you'll be healthier and you'll save a lot of money. But then I'll give a lie of omission by saying, well, however, I don't know if it will turn out all that great for you, but it is worth a try. Hey, you can always go back to being a drunk. So I'm avoiding telling them some truths. I don't want to come right out and say, well, you'll probably be miserable for a while. You'll likely be bored out of your skull at times. Uh, you'll probably lose a few friends, and you might even uh, end up with some other relationship problems that you don't expect. But then again, you might not. You see, people want to hear assurances, so I'll be evasive, but I won't outright lie. I don't want to deflate someone's hopes. They may never put in a full effort or, or even try if it all sounds distasteful. Yet I also don't want to offer false hopes. It isn't that I don't want to give an answer. I want to avoid giving a wrong answer or bad advice. I don't have to live with the results or ramifications of their decisions. I try to get the other person involved in answering their own questions. So what I'll do is I'll respond with, well, I don't think I'm qualified to answer that. Or I might say, well, if it were me, I would probably do it this way. But you're not me, and you need to decide what you think is best for you. Now, I don't think it's wrong to lie a little when someone approaches you about learning to live as a non-drinker. But I do caution that you don't offer false or grandiose expectations. I was told a lot of lies, and I believed that, oh, if I sober up, all that I had lost would be regained. Well, when my world got even worse after I had stopped drinking, I felt like I was wasting my time. I felt that I had no alternative than to go back to drinking. I mean, all sorts of bad shit was happening in my life. But for some reason, and I've, I think it was because I was starting to gain mental clarity, I knew that drinking wouldn't make things better again. I knew that things would only get worse than they were if I started drinking again. And there were a variety of reasons why I continued on my path as a non-drinker. Now, first off, I never want to give anyone the pleasure of seeing me fail. And plenty of people said that I could never stay sober. Then, for some other odd reason, I was enjoying my newfound mental clarity. I figured that the struggle and pain I was going through was part of my penance. And now, I actually enjoy the struggles and challenges of living a fun, rewarding life as a non-drinker. Yeah, sometimes the pain feels real good. So I still do lie to people. Uh, if I'm asked uh, to go to a party or something, hey, thanks for the invite, but sorry, I can't make it. I have a lot of work to do tonight. And just like uh, recording this podcast, it, I was invited to go uh, to a social event, but I had a lot of work to do. I needed to record this podcast on a Friday night. You see, I don't need to be blunt or hurtful to anyone by saying, uh, you know, you annoy the fuck out of me, especially when you're drunk, so I really don't want to hang around you. My goal in lying is to be pleasant, yet I need to protect and preserve my own sobriety. 
Look, I know I sound a bit arrogant, but drunk people do annoy me. But that's okay. You see, I know that when I was a drunk, I annoyed the fuck out of plenty of other people. I mean, some of my friends and family avoided me or didn't want to hang out with me or attend events with me. And I feel bad that I had to put them in the awkward position of having to lie to me just because I was a drunk. You know, you can't help everyone. You can't save everyone. But you can be supportive of someone, even if you're committing a lie of omission. I see nothing wrong with saying, well, you know, it might turn out to be the best thing you've ever done for yourself and your family. Things may turn out better than you imagine. But I assure you that there will be some unpleasant surprises along the way. But you won't know until you try. So why don't you just try living sober? See how it turns out. Now, in closing, I want to spend a moment to promote my book, OK, I Quit, Now What? It's available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook. I think it's a really good and helpful book. Not just because I wrote it, but no, it really is. It's a pretty honest, straightforward book. Now, it isn't a book that tells you what you should do. It's a book that invites you to think on your own behalf. It invites you to make plans of your own. You don't have to follow any steps or read it from front to back. You can skip around the book and then dive into the areas and topics that are of interest to you. I can't make you sober, but I can help you get a better idea of what you want out of sobriety and out of your life. I mean, hey, what's the worst that can happen? You can always go back to being a drunk. All right, that's it for this podcast. You know, these are my own opinions and observations. Think for yourself and come to your own conclusions. If you enjoy this stuff, you get something out of it, please tell your friends about my blog and my podcast and my website. My website is livingsobersucks.com. Like I said, I got a whole bunch of books out there. You can find them on Amazon, on uh, iPad, iBooks, I whatever, iBall, I don't know, uh, iTunes. Uh, there's audiobooks. There's also, I got a bunch of shit out there. And if you really like what I do, I invite you to please make a contribution to my website. You're helping me defray the cost of putting this stuff out to you for free. All right, that's it. I want to thank you very much for your very valuable time. And I'm not lying about that. I really do appreciate you spending your time with me. My name is Mark Tuchel. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 